we are going to play a game that I wrote, which is called What Is Here. Now, if you were one of the many, many people who supported the bundle recently on itch.io, the exact title I've forgotten, does anybody remember it off the top of their heads? You will have got a copy of my game. So that's either uh, condolence or congratulations, depending on whether <laughs> or not this is your type of game. Um, <laughs> now, we have played this once before, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and went, it went, went places. so well. Yeah, well, it went places, but we did create a very cool concept um, for a lot of things, which was really, really heartening to get to see that it, okay, you know, it works. This bit may get edited out, but for the benefit of the listeners, if I am allowed to say so, UB got cross with us because we ended up um, creating a mythos in which uh, we spat into each other's mouths. Oh, I'm remembering this now. I wasn't, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't cross. <laughs> I was disappointed. <laughs> the spit swapping law. I was I was just disappointed that something that I had poured so much of my heart and soul and love into and presented so nervously, so humbly to three of my best friends and they took it and went, I know what we'll do. Listen, we were on that video call for like an hour. We can't be blamed for yeah. our actions after that I think that point. the line was, come over to my house so I can spit in your mouth. Yep. Which was... <laughs> Who said that? Ma- oh, oh, who said that, Ed? Who did say that, Ed? Oh, was it me? Oh, it was me. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Kitty responded in kind. So. <laughs> I'm easily led. <laughs> I'm so, not the Australia leader here. Bundle for racial justice and equality. Thank you. That was it. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to play it because I am a person who actually learns best by uh, watching tutorial videos and listening to other people do things, which I understand in this group of friends is not the way that many other people do it, but I cannot sit down and read a rule book, so you don't have to. <laughs> this is not a rule book, it's 11 pages, and five of those are cards, but... We'll just show you the correct way to play what is it. <laughs> no, this is not true. Don't, please. There is there's one way to have fun, and we figured it out. We cracked yeah. the code, so just listen. Any deviation uh, is incorrect and should be punished. I'm going yeah. to run this exactly like how I run D&D 5th edition, which is I've written a story and everybody plays their parts how I want them to. Um, that's true. And if you don't, phew, oh, that's don't it. Even, don't End even, of the don't show. even go there. That's it. So uh, this is a game about myth building. It was originally written for a uh, folklore game jam. And the whole concept of it is is kind of world building. So through a series of questions asked through cards and short role play scenes, you create a mythos over time. And this is kind of built on the concept of how specifically how like vampires in Europe developed as like a, a story, a concept that grew and grew and grew over the years and then different places have different things so like scotland has a really famous type of werewolf that leaves you fish on the windowsills is it really famous <laughs> if it's you're really in scotland famous. you know this it's werewolf super famous and i've never heard well of it. you're not in scotland is this just one of your pals you it's use? just one of my pals he goes around he leaves fish on people's windowsills this story it smells oh weird. my god <laughs> oh, hey the mythology would say otherwise, but this is the whole thing, is that you can get these weird off branches of stories. So this, the point of this game is not to recreate vampires, it's to create something new, but in, an, in a kind of environment that leads to wild and wacky things happening over a series of time. So, wild and wacky, that's us. <laughs> well, yep. Don't, don't um, sound so enthused about it, Gary. <laughs> wild and wacky Gary, they it call it. It sounds like I paid you to say that. It was like you were waiting for your cue and you jumped in. Wait, no, like, oh, Gary, you screwed up that was on my list. Oh, Gary. Okay, so um, you need a 
a deck of cards to play this game. And you have one now. I do have one, and I definitely forgot to separate out the Joker's kings and queens before we started. Wow. So I've now separated the deck as I should have done. So uh, you use deck cards, and the cards uh, kind of correspond to a question that have um, different things for the four suits. We're going to go through them when we play them, and each number means a different uh, question. And then when we get to the end of our round, which is all four of us have drawn a card and created a scene, then we draw like a wild card. And those are kind of bigger events and they're kind of to help tie the thing, the story um, up and to keep it moving on. So the point of the role play scenes is that when you draw a card, you kind of take a minute to think about what you, how you want to answer the question. So I'm going to draw just like a random card, just for a very, very quick example, just to remind ourselves. So it's the three of clubs. Why am I drawing the cards? I cannot, I can't read them. Evie is struggling with the numbers one to ten. I'm struggling with the little symbols that all look the same. So uh, I just can't remember what the name of the, because to me, I'm like, it's Clover, but it's clubs. So uh, the question for the three of clubs is, has it divided your community or brought you together? So the point is, when you get this question, you have to think about whether it has divided the community or brought it together. And that's the angle that you you go into the scene with, because you're answering a question in the scene. So whoever draws the card, they're the leader of that role play scene. And the, the other players are to encourage and to add on and to join, but to not say, you know, no, it's this. It's to do and or like yes and type things and to kind of build that scene and move to the next. Do the does the player who draws establish the scene and then the, the other players answer the question or No, so the player who draws has a minute to think about the answer to the question and then establish a scene which aims to kind of portray that answer so if it's has it divided your community or brought you together if i drew it i thought well i think it's more interesting if it's brought us together so i'm going to start a scene um that is a scene of bringing us together and what you kind of want to do is to answer that as best as you can you don't want to kind of leave the scene open-ended to be like well did it divide us or bring it together you're trying to answer that within the scene so if it's brought you together you might set a scene where um a enemy in your community has been attacked or their house has uh, been destroyed and you are doing a rescue rebuilding scene and so you're you're trying to bring people together in that again if it's divided you might say well somebody has been seen with this myth this creature and and you're pushing them out of the community so your kind of point to go in is to try and answer that question in the setup of the scene and then other people kind of join in. So it might get away from you a bit in the scene. That's the nature of stories. But you should go into that scene with what you think is happening. But it could end up going the other way. It could end up going the other way and it probably often will. But also as the person who kind of draws the card, you get to kind of invite who you want in the scene. So once you kind of establish your surroundings, your village, your your group, you can bring back other characters, although a character is not necessarily somebody you own, which we experimented with when we were doing our previous one, where several people, I think, played the part of a dog over, like, different scenes. <laughs> so characters can... Oh, good old tentacle dog. Yeah, so things can, can behave differently. So we're not going to play tons of rounds, but we're going to play a little bit and uh, give people, hopefully, an introduction to it. 
So, woo, woo. so you choose the order you want to play in. You can either do from um, oldest to youngest clockwise. You could do a rock, paper, scissors tournament. You could do any, any way of sorting out. So how do we want to decide order of card drawing? Who has the most blood in them? <laughs> um... Well, I'm five foot four, so probably not me. Yeah, I think I think probably between me and Gary. Gary's taller than me, but I think I'm probably heavier. I think I'm denser. How big is your heart? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've got quite a small torso, actually. I've got quite a wee rib, rib cage. So should we do Gary first? We say Gary has the most blood. Let's say Gary has the most blood. Right. Oh my God, we've lost cool. that argument. Now, then when I do we Gary. start? Who starts the game? So Gary's gonna draw the first card. <laughs> I think I have the most blood after Gary. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm about Ed's that. height, but I'm definitely more than Ed. So I would say I would be next. And then it'd be Ed, and then it'd be Kitty. Because I'm a desiccated, withered husk. <laughs> yeah, what the f- Okay. <laughs> you know, you can, you can order how you want to go around the circle, so to speak, however you like. You can do whatever you want. But the official manage- measurement is by how much blood. Yes, well, that's, yeah. the, that's the one that we endorse. The yeah. approved uh, path. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have established that this is the correct way to play. Okay, so Gary, I'm going to draw the first... Well, no, first, what am I talking no, about? We, we need don't. to decide yeah. our communities. Thank you, Gary, for teaching me the rules of my own game. I did, <laughs> I did need that. It apparently. is hard to remember things, I I find. just got so excited. So, um, Oh, I, feel, I, know where, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like, I, I feel like we did that at least once in the faction game, but we were like, no, oh, Gary, yeah. it's a different rule. You wrote Ed it. taught me the game. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to decide as a group what our community looks like it can be literally anything i list a couple of examples from like a group of high school students to a 10th century fishing village it can be whatever we want so we're gonna try and set it mortal path i'm gonna say kindly right now mortal path adjacent um and we'll we'll see how it goes because i'm not one to stifle creativity does anybody have any sort of initial reactions to what they what they'd like I'm thinking the wet world. Oh, world. oh yeah, no, let's go there. Where Velo came from and Tancaril lurks somewhere in the deep. Oh yeah, and we have those. We have the the elves, the the, the elves um, with the teeth, Keon elves, uh, with their lots of their kind of anglerfish inspired aesthetic with the big pale eyes and lots of teeth. All right, okay, so <laughs> they were the real teethlings all oh, along. Hey. Oh, very good. That's actually a very good one. I like that a lot. It works on many, many layers. It's great. So there are a couple of places that we could set that community. We have the kind of remains of where the fallen city was. So I, I had always imagined Kion as being a place with more water than land. So like lots of little <gasps> islands, like Earth. Or Venice. Uh, okay, but like more than Earth. So, uh, like, could be like Venice. I've, I was thinking more like... Um... Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Birmingham, it's truly the, uh, the Venice of England. <laughs> well, it is. There's a lot of canals in Birmingham. I don't often think of Birmingham. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Birmingham, Alabama. I'm sorry, Birmingham, UK. I don't often think of either of oh. you. Um, Just close your eyes and think of Birmingham. Yeah. God God damn it. So um, I had always imagined it much, and I can't say the word island, archipelago. Archipelago. Yep, that one, thank you. Archipelago. Yep. With lots of, I don't know how to actually say it, so whatever you say is now correct. Islands. Lots of them. Islands. 
that's what I was thinking. I also remember the elves in uh, Kion, according to our canon, could do a form of like water breathing, were kind of vaguely amphibious. So there is also a scope for underwater habitats and dwellings and cities. And also it is a, a land that is plagued by big magical storms. So the couple of things to keep in mind for like what we have established goes on there are big magical storms, some sort of god, demon, tankeril creature in in the deep uh lots and lots of water big eye big eye is uh tankeril still about i don't know uh, maybe that's what we find out we might we might well be yeah so where do we want to to set our community in a tiny fishing village on the shore yeah tiny fishing village on the shore it can have a bit of both then it maybe has some underwater bits and mm. some overwater bits yeah yeah I like that a lot. Under and over water. What about, do you want to throw anything into this bubbling hot pot of concepts, Ed? Crabs. No. <laughs> okay. I haven't any ideas. Okay, great. That's that's okay, because this game is meant to inspire ideas as we start. Okay, so we are going to start as a community in a little fishing village on Kion that has structure whether that is a physical structure or like a emotional cultural structure, both above and below the waves. So Gary gets the first card, which is a three of diamonds. What is being made to represent it? Or what is being destroyed in its likeness? Mm. So the diamonds suit is material impact. You know, it's just the first thing that came to mind. Clams. Okay. Um... So I think we are. The scene is it's it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's quite a few people around at the beach. Maybe it's kind of a a monthly gathering or something. A bit of a party kind of atmosphere, and the time is approaching for. Uh, yeah, I'm still not sure which. So we'll, we'll play it out. The time is approaching for either an image of the clam to be um, split asunder, or the best clam sculpture to be given a prize. Okay. All about splitting clams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, month, the monthly splitting of the clam is a okay. heck of a concept. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we jumped straight straight <laughs> in, didn't we? We, really went... we went from tentacles to clams, and it's just... <laughs> okay. And that was Gary, too. It was Gary who came up with the tentacles. Oh, I would just gosh. like to point that out. You start as you mean to continue, I guess. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Vill- villagers. What, what's happening? So, is there already like a, a sculpture? Yeah, let, let's say that there's a there's a there's a giant spit clam in the, the middle of the village. It's getting yonic in here. Yeah, there's a giant clam on a plinth. Okay. And people are milling around. I and... got to ask: Is it placed vertically or horizontally? Please say horizontally. Oh. <laughs> I I hadn't made that connection. My apologies. Oh. It's placed horizontally. Okay. Great. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> and the the head person of the village is going around talking to villagers and saying, Ooh, did you have a good harvest this year? I, I will say, mate, it's like I'm drowning in clam. <laughs> Kitty, I need you to try. <laughs> I actually need you to try this time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Mum. I will try. We didn't bring up the clam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kitty, that, that's a face of somebody who's, who's not trying. 
Oh, <laughs> Kitty's face is the same colour as my shirt. Yeah, Kitty. Wow. <laughs> Kitty, I need you to. I, I need really. I need you to be with me on this one. I'm asking you as a friend. Nay, as a colleague. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm going to say something in a couple of sentences, which is going to make this a whole bunch worse. But... Great. Okay. Do you want me to set you up or something? Yeah, go for it. Well, it's been a... The, the, the farming has been not so great this year, I'm afraid. Me and my family have pulled through nearly a few clams. Have you found that some are disappearing from your catches before they get to you? Well, now you you mention it, it might be the case. You see, you you, you know you you go down, you think you've got your pockets full of clam, and you come back up, and you you know <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it? No. Well, I think it's <laughs> fuck my accent all over the place. <laughs> I think it's time then for the uh, the monthly smashing of the clam. And- <laughs> I'm going to take a bat and smash the clown. <laughs> Great. God. I'm looking at the audacity timer. And it says 27 minutes. But 11 of those were introducing the game. And at least another 10 of those were us kind of getting ready to actually play the game. So we've only been playing actually for 6 minutes. Listen, I came in good faith. <laughs> I just chose the wrong fish. That's what the clams. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. Okay. I just thought, you know, I've... a shellfish. I'll just go with clam. I've made a very sad note here, and it does just say clams unhappy face. But that's what we've got now. Okay. Oh, God. Great. The... I don't know what's going on. My notes is clam smashes. <laughs> Okay, great. The clam is is smashed. There's joy and celebration. (laughs) Great, we can move on from the clams now. Of course, these will never resurface again in the game. Who's next? Who's had the most blood? It's me. I have second blood. It's you. You bring us back on track. Yeah, I'll definitely. I have that sort of power. fucking clams. You know what we said earlier about playing the game the right way? Well, we just did an example of how you play it wrong, just to show you... I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Because you know what? It's fine. Maybe this just happens every... If you t- if you play this game, I'm going to... Honestly, <laughs> if you play this game, can you tell me how long it takes for it to devolve into sexual degeneracy? I need to know. Is this just a thing? Or is it us? Okay. I think it might just be us. So I think it's nothing to do with the fact we're all in lockdown. <laughs> Oh boy! Somebody I've been in lockdown for like three years by that by that <laughs> metric. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I drew the second of not second the two of, every time the two of spades, which is who has it attacked or what has it helped? Now this is physical impact, which yeah, Gary, you cover your face in shame. So this is physical impact. Okay. I'm going to set a scene which is about a week before our monthly clam smash as a group in a community. And the, uh, I think a big storm has just like blown through, it's it's passed and you can't really go diving during these big storms because as we know, they will 
um, have great big bolts of lightning, but they will also kind of like rain magic. Like that is a thing that falls in crystal forms out of the sky. And as we have explored previously, magic in this sense is is almost radioactive in that it can bring about strange effects and can do all sorts of weird things. So I'm going to say that a that a, a young uh, elf has just kind of dragged themselves up onto the shore and they are kind of bloodied and and torn and like one of their ears is half hanging off and there is a kind of strange purplish residue around the corners of these wounds and they are kind of spluttering and and gasping but in their hand they are holding a tiny single glowing purple clam his ears come off I will put it in your hand and as I do, it kind of transforms into this like sea snail type thing, which is just a, a snail. It's got a shell and like a oh, kind good of. Oh, golly gosh! Well, I never. It keeps below the waves. That was the size of me. That did all of this. You, you say it could, could transmogrify its shape? I yeah. I it started out perfect perfect club and as i was bringing it to the surface it changed into something with all of these awful teeth and claws that attacked me and then as i was swimming it followed and then it turned into this and now it's that i'm gonna run over to uh where the central clam is placed and sees the clam smashing bat run over and attempt to uh batter it out of the character that ed is currently voicing's hand and smash it. I, I drop it. I don't want to get my hand smashed. Yeah, I'm going to batter that. Well, it's clearly dangerous. It bit you all over. It it, it did, but it looks so <laughs> strange. Dead. Dead, but strange. And I... Oh, it's all squishy. And I think that as you kind of, like, look at it, the bits of it which have been, like, smashed across the rock are still kind of moving in a way <gasps> that is odd and i think these all these little bits like sink into the rock and then disappear and whatever it was is gone i'm sure that's gonna be fine we should probably get you fixed up you need to come over to the blacksmith yes blacksmith that's the nearest we've got to a doctor oh god yeah it's where we uh fix you up right good tankerill be with me who no, you would know who Tankerill is. I will put Here my on this foot island, down on we don't one. have any god. All right. Or whatever. You, I don't care. <laughs> oh, character Ed is currently voicing. You're such a joker. Oh, another one of my classic japes. Is that <laughs> right? So third blood was Ed. Right. <laughs> Third blood, Ed. Third blood is the deepest. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me a card. You drew the five of spades. Do you want to read it out? Or do you want me to read it out? Please read it out. It says, what has it withered or what has it grown? Oh, okay. I think this is a thing where I guess a couple weeks later, somebody's walking by the... Uh, or a group or something happens to be walking down by where they'd smash the old turtley shell snail thing. Yeah. And yeah. it went in the ground. And there are some kind of little green uh, protrusions of tree popping up oh. from between the cracks in the, in the ground. Okay, here's a really important question. Does this village, does this community, does this land 
see as we know it have we seen growth like this are these i don't think so Ooh. i don't think we have green trees i think this is like it's like an earth tree it's like a bonsai tree yeah that's but it very might get cool. bigger into a real tree that's very cool wait i thought i saw one of those back in Ort six when i visited velo velo i, I don't speak the way them city folks do <laughs> are you sure i'm pretty sure all the trees there are of, uh, well, let me check, one of these breeds, you know? It's, uh, they, they grow into blue or purple foliage in the summer. My boy, my boy. But this, this one, this is not, I've not seen one of these trees in my tree book, which I have. I ain't seen nothing like that on the coast before. Certainly not on the coast. Do you reckon it's okay? Well, who can say? Guess someone's gonna have to eat it then. Eat it? <laughs> oh. Not me. That's not me. Are you hungry? You know, just a, just a smidge. Well, I suppose you could eat a bit of the tree if you, or whatever that is, if you feeling brave. I suppose if you're so inclined. I've not got much going on in my life. That's very <laughs> sad. Would you like to come round to my house with my family and have dinner? You know. That might be better than eating a random tree, the provenance of which is unknown. Yes, I, I think, yeah, come, come round my house and have, we'll oh, have okay. uh, some pie, I guess. <laughs> That's what we eat here. Oh, lovely. I love pie. It's not like pie that you would expect if you lived in a different world. It's different. Oh, of course. By which, of course, I mean it's normal pie. For us. <laughs> exactly. So normal pie for the people of this island. <laughs> Which is called... <laughs> it's made with fish that we mine from the sea. Oh, oh. Like Minecraft. <laughs> and instead of what you wouldn't have abnormally, which is pastry, which I don't know what it is, <laughs> it's like a different thing, which does... Seaweed. <laughs> Help. Layers Help. of seaweed. Nori. <laughs> You were doing I mean, we so well. Away from the clams, that's the main thing. And they, they go off towards <laughs> one of their houses talking about alien pies, which are completely normal. Great. They're very normal is the thing about them, and they're not weird in any way. <laughs> yeah, that might have been the most heartwarming moment we've had on the entire show, though, so congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> Congrats. We now have uh, Fourth Blood Kitty. So... Seven of Hearts. Would you like to read it or shall Yay! I? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to let How you. How fucking dare you. No, it's fine. Oh, yes, Sorry. Here we go. So, Kitty or Kitty's character, but whatever, whoever Kitty is about to bring to the metaphorical table here, what thrills you about it or what chills you? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that there is a young girl who is trailing along behind the two chaps who were talking the other day uh, who and she is in fact the uh, daughter of the when they said come back and eat with my family she's a member of the family so she's following along but she remembers seeing the little trees and so and we'll call her Clammy great um, so Clammy decides <laughs> listen it's a perfectly normal name where they are mm -hmm. it's quite an honoured name <laughs> so Clammy decides that she's going to sneak back down and I think when she gets back down there after dark um, the tides come in because there are tides on this planet and uh, the the little growing trees are under the water Ooh! and so she's going to she's thinking about going to swim in 
uh, and see them. Um, and she does, but she can't find out where they are, and she, she cuts her foot on a thorn on one of them. And as she's climbing out of the water, she sees some of the other kids who've also come down to have a look at them again as well. And she's there going, Ow! Ow! I'm hurt! Oh god, it's look, it's all purple around the edges. Eve, hey, you cut yourself, our kid. I have! Look, ow! Oh, no. I don't know what voices we're doing here. Oh no, clam clam! <laughs> clam clam, you've got to cut yourself. I, ha- I have, Snaily. I'll have to get you to the blacksmiths. <laughs> I don't know if I can walk, Snaily. Will you carry me? Alright, I guess I can. I mean, I do have a lot of strength from all my strength training on the beach. <laughs> What happened to the one that found it the first time with the purple edges on the wounds? They're not going to... I haven't seen them since. What's going to happen to me? Uh, I haven't seen them either. My my mother said you went away. To see? I don't want to go away. Can't they just fix my foot? Ow, it hurts. No, my mother right, said he went let's to... Let's go. Went, my mother said he went back to Tankeril. Where's, Where's Tankeril? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think, I think he's under the water. Oh, well, you don't want to go back there. There's no air in it. Can you not breathe water? I can breathe it well. No, they've got them underwater cities. Like Schlopschlum. Well, I can breathe underwater for a couple minutes. My dad went to Schlopschlum once. For hours, possibly. He said it wasn't as good as Velo. Oh, I never went to Velo. No, it's right far away as Velo. We should probably get you to the blacksmith, though, Clam Clam. Yes. I feel dizzy. Your your blood's looking very weird on the ground. How much blood do you normally have? <laughs> um, about less than the other three I of you. I think you've got the least blood. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're definitely going to go last next time we play. <laughs> That's how we do things here on the beach on this island that we live on. I want to go to the blacksmith, my foot hurts. The blacksmith needs to fill you up with more blood again or you'll be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been deliberately eating all of my seaweed so I'll have the most blood and I'll go first. And your blood isn't purple at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Clammy's passed out now and they all get the blacksmiths. Great. Clammy, okay. stop talking. You must have run out of blood. <laughs> God. Great. Oh, no, she feels quite clammy. No, I really tried. That was that was me doing my absolute best. There was nothing filthy in that at I all. I know, that was very good. I love that. <laughs> Even when I said it had gone all purple around the edges, I went nowhere. Yes, that was... I, Why I, would you? My God. <laughs> I didn't know I, there was anything going on there at all. I was very proud of you. That you did a good job. Right, it's, right, it's wild card time. So Wild card. You make my heart sing. That's a great song. Right. So uh, we got... You make my foot bleed. (laughs) (laughs) So we have uh, the Jack (laughs) of Spades. That's the Jack of Spades. That's that cheeky chappy, isn't it? That's him. That's That's the one. Great. That's the one. Great. So the Jack, uh, there has been a natural disaster. Is it its fault or, or has it helped? So this is a communal scene. So the wild cards are the ones where um, we, as a group, like do a little bit of, of like a like a thinking, and then we we do a scene based on that. So what we want to keep in mind is what we know of whatever this growing myth story is. So we have um, we have something based on at least kind of like aquatic life. And we have something that's maybe in, imbued with magic from the storms that can kind of change its shape and either attack or can grow things. 
do, what do we think? Did, was Clammy okay? Like, where are we leaning on this? Did something bad happen to Clammy after she cut her foot? Or Ah, she's fine. Clammy's dead now. That was two very different answers yeah. at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's probably fine. Well, I mean, I don't know. I get the feeling that the thing was hostile. Uh, so it probably wanted to... Okay. Well, it was attacking uh, First Elf. That's very true. We did that. So um, so although it like grows things, those things aren't necessarily benevolent at the moment. They're wild things. They are wild things. <gasps> they they do. And they make your heart sick <laughs> or make purple blood. Yeah. Hmm. I I think it's gonna do something to help. Okay. I'm not sure what the natural disaster is. Maybe it's um, an earthquake. Tsunami. Just throw a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, both of those often happen in tandem, especially in watery areas, one after the other. Yeah. Earthquake tsunami. It's an earth army. Okay. An earth army. <gasps> Shark nado. Well, that's I wouldn't I don't <laughs> I mean, know if that's a natural It could disaster. be on this planet. It could be. Um it could it could well be. But maybe let's for this particular round go with the earthquake and tsunami. Maybe. Maybe we'll work up to Sharknadoes on this one. <laughs> Let's not work ourselves up to Sharknadoes. Okay. Now, the point I would like to ask about a tsunami to the group is when we have a, a group that are semi-aquatic, how much impact does a tsunami have? Because we don't really have the necessarily the fear of drowning. But All are we their talking... stuff gets washed away. Well, yeah. So, so are we talking more like the tsunami is kind of like... Like a hurricane type yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's like damage to the area, to the structures, to the building. Not necessarily a thing that indicates great loss of life. It could be great loss of life because a tsunami is a massive like wall of water crashing mm. down. There's a lot of force yes. that yeah. gets channeled through that. And once. a lot of things in the water. Yeah. Like, or even like bits of the houses. Mm. Like if, if someone's in a house and a tsunami hits, it'd be wood splinters everywhere. Okay. But we think this has helped. So, how? Do, okay. So here's a here's an idea that I'm floating. Um, so maybe... Floating. They, so maybe if this uh, disaster happens after some of the trees have grown, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but you know, you get like mangrove forests and they break the waves. Yeah. So, so shoreline yeah. trees. Yeah. So maybe even though if you cut yourself on the, the thorns and the branches, they're dangerous. In this particular case, they've actually uh, softened that, that big wave and they've caught the, mm. the debris. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. I'm down for that. But I think also... The elf, who first elf, who hasn't actually died, did not go to Tankeril, uh, was just taking a long time to recover because they had lots of bites and things. They end up trekking back to the village after a long time because they found themselves on top of the wave. They floated like nobody else did. Oh. So it carried them huh? inland a long way. But they were completely unharmed. Okay. Do you want to take do you want to take center scene with this character coming back? Yeah. Walking back into the middle of the village and going, Ah, I made it. I got back here. Is everyone okay? What happened? Harbagara, it's you again. I know this shit keeps happening to me. I don't understand why. What's your name again? First elf. First, first elf. First elf. Ah, first elf. It was like I was carried away. It was like I was I was like riding on on top of the wave and it was lifting me it felt like flying it was incredible but then i i washed up miles from here and and i couldn't see anyone else around me and i i came back i wasn't sure if there'd be anyone left well it wasn't it wasn't as bad as all that we've had worse i think those trees somehow stopped most of the water i, I saw a bit of it i saw you actually first elf get carried away by it and i thought oh 
What are you on to be up so high on that wave and not in the middle of it and not be in it? Any point? I don't know. It lifted me. It was like it was like I was I was just at home. The rest of you, I mean, it was nearly bedtime by the time it hit, and I just felt like I'd been whooshed up. Like, you know, you know when you get Out like the window, like a, in, caught in a current. It was like. But oh, you were on current. top of the water. What were you on? I mean, yeah, no, it pulled me right up to the top. What well, was just you? Like you're some kind of cork. What's a cork? Yeah, like a cork. It's a big, it's a floaty a thing. A cork. Oh, you mean a cork. A cork, yeah. yeah. Um, it's what you put your keys on so you don't lose them in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose it was kind of like that, but like like a really well-guided Oh, cork. can you swim anymore? If you go in the water, are you just on top of it forever now? Well, I mean, I've been poorly. I haven't dried. Well, give it a go. It's a puddle right here. It's deep enough. <laughs> here, get in the puddle. Well, you know what? It's nice to see you too, Ely. First off, get in the puddle. Yeah, get in the all puddle. All right, all right, all right. I step on the puddle and I, I've got, I've got my eyes shut. I'm not looking. She's a witch. <laughs> a witch. <laughs> well, we we don't have witches around here after, since we killed all the witches. Oh no! Don't shut me in the clam, please! Don't shut me in the clam. <laughs> the great, the great witch cult. Oh my god! Several decades ago or something i forgot <laughs> i didn't i wasn't here when it happened right well you're floating and that what well, means you can't go diving anymore are you gonna get oh heck no that's don't tell my boss well i'm not even worried about <laughs> your boss i'm worried about every other aspect of our lives that are dealing with water and beneath the waves but no this is silly i'm okay i'm gonna i'm gonna run and dash uh first elf is gonna dash directly towards the water and run onto it and it's gonna be that little splash 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 thing when you uh run out into a puddle and it's like they're just standing on the top wait a second why don't we chuck clammy in well what's that got to do with her she's only we what oh come on she had a leg cut off not long since they was worried about it but she got she got got with the with the tree stuff and the tree stuff only started appearing after the purple thing, which attacked you there, first off. Well, I tell you what, I'll go and... I can... I mean, I'm not sure she's she's not even walking again yet, is she on... Ah, uh, you don't need to walk to swim. That is true. It's part of, part of the physiotherapy. We've got to be extra careful there's no more witches around. Uh, listen, I'll hex you. I will. I think that's what the last bunch said <laughs> just before we killed him. Just before you shut her in the cloud. <laughs> I'm more worried about if you have been cursed or alternatively unblessed by Tancaril and you are no longer allowed back to our ancestral home beneath the waves. That's right, I think you ought to prove you've not been turned into a witch through a curse. That's a kind of oceanic defenestration if you will. I'm gonna kneel down on the water and see if I can put a hand in. I'm wondering if you've been yeeted from the light of Tancaril. Does seem like a rejection of you at a sort of fundamental level. Forever yeeted! I I often feel rejection when there is no need to feel rejection. I'm feeling second-hand rejection just from watching this, actually. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> I, I will... Uh, first off, beats their fists against the uh, water. I think you might need to go on a bit of a pilgrimage. You might need to go and do some soul search and see if you can't reconnect. Now, let's just be clear. We're not, we're not, we're not hydrophobic. <laughs> we're just... Golly. <laughs> we just think you should go and, like, rediscover yourself. Listen, you've been, you've been cursed by some, something, and you, you didn't trust in the trees who saved our lives, 
And you're a witch now. Hold on, hold on. And there's no witches on this island. What if you've been cursed by something that wants to get Tankerill or keep you away from them? Because now you can't go under the water, right? So that's been severed. So what if something here is trying to separate us all? <gasps> I think by referring to your separation, you're taking away from a very real problem we have with a witch. Can you prove she's not a witch? Maybe I am a witch. Maybe now. you are a witch. Well, you can't just. Well, can you do it? Well, I don't got. We haven't. You know what? We're gonna have to go and get those old witch books out from the deep chapels. Have a read of them. Hang on, witch books. The the witch books. Who's on first? Witch books. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The ones in the uh, tra chapel. The tra chapels. The tra chapel. Right. Well, okay, fine. We're all going to the tra chapel. Well, not you. You can't get to it. It's underwater. Ah, oh. oh, you're banished. I forgot. You can't read the coral text. Ooh. Which are different to the witch books. No, no, they're the same. They're just the witch books. Books don't last underwater, so you make them out of coral. Oh, my mistake. I don't know what I was saying. We did have to rewrite them, you remember? And then we had to get rid of the person who rewrote them because they wrote the witch books, technically. That wasn't okay. Oh, you're right, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> the forbidden texts. No, coral texts. But they're also forbidden, forbidden didn't it? <laughs> oh, we quite agree. <laughs> we, we discussed Anyway, that. I think it's about time we <laughs> fade to black and <laughs> we, do another yeah, chapter. The, the scene has gone on for a long time <laughs> with some extremely dubious accent work. <laughs> yeah. yes. I think we're doing... I think we're well representing every area of Britain in each sentence. <laughs> we're getting every every part of the British Isles. Yep. At least one phone. Yep. <laughs>